A baseball box score, after all, is a democratic thing. It doesn't say how big you are or what religion you follow. It does not know how you voted or the color of your skin. It simply states what kind of ball player you were on any particular day. African Americans have served their country gallantly. But they returned home from fighting a war to free the world from tyranny only to find racism, segregation, and Jim Crow law still waiting at home. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Uh, the greatest good. <laughs> nice. Um, That's my uh, ninety or uh, my forties radio voice. All right. See here, see here. That's that's okay. That's not bad. Um, I I'll, I started giggling when I was doing the intro because last night while trying to go to bed, I watched um, on HBO Hot Fuzz was on, so I watched like the last <laughs> forty minutes of Hot Fuzz. <laughs> And so whenever they would say it's for the greater good, they'd all chant, you know, the greater good. And he'd shot at it. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm sitting there in bed giggling. No, so anyway, uh, this is episode 263. And tonight mm-hmm. we're talking about 42. Uh, the movie. What, episode 42? No. Uh, that, would, that would be Are interesting. Sure? Yeah. We're going to go back and, and we're going to talk about Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah. No. We're all gonna, right. So Tom Hanks in this movie. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's, let's, let's. Uh. You know, I hate movies where the dog dies. Uh, so let's God, go. Spoiler. Jeez. Um. No. Forty two. The movie Forty Two, uh, which is a a biopic about Jackie Robinson, the first um, African American to play in Major League Baseball in the modern in the era. Modern era of yeah. Ba- which, Major which, League Baseball. Which I basically just read the intro for Andrew, so I guess he's off the hook. Um. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what else could they say? Yeah, you know what's funny? The poster, honestly, <laughs> this is the first time I'm actually looking at the poster. I'll do the. I'll get your intros here in just a second. Um, this is the first mm-hmm. time I'm really like looking at it. For, for I, whenever I saw it, it was always kind of at a distance where it was the thumbnail, and it looked like Jackie was like standing next to like a wall, and he's leaning on it. And now that I'm looking at it, it's him sliding into a base. But it's from a different angle, but isn't it's it? like 90 so that it looks yeah. like he's standing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's weird. Or like he's hanging on a wall. Yeah, like he's hanging, like yeah. it's, it's cliffhanger. The baseball. Yeah, I just movie. see that too. I, I, I mean, I noticed that before, but yeah, I had never noticed. It's kind that. of an interesting way to do a poster. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so here's so who sure. are these other people speaking with me? Well, I'll tell you uh, in the only way that I felt appropriate for this movie. Okay, here we go. Now batting, Andrew, the great Spambino Jimison, and on deck is the 40-year-old rookie, Sam, senior citizen discount, Vector. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, 
Nice. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah. That's that's good. We're that's uh is it Stu? No, that's me. Is it really? I did that about six minutes ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You are a whiz with the sound. It yeah. sounded didn't sound like you. No, yeah, it's the computer does all the work. I just say that. And, and just so you know, uh, oh, Sean, sure, there's, yeah. a, uh, there's a fastball headed towards your head right now. Oh, that's cool. No, that's fair. It, I mean, <laughs> it might not make it there because I just threw it and it's kind of fallen in the front yard, but <laughs> I threw it in your general direction. That's Yeah, you, you threw it southeast-ish. And, uh, <laughs> nice. All right. I was wondering what the, what the threat was going to be because, you know, this is, this is not that yeah. kind of a movie where people die. So um, no. No, uh, and nor, neither did I want to sick the clan on you. So. Well, yeah, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so so this mm-hmm. movie, uh, yeah, 42, 2013 movie. Had any of us seen this movie before? Yes. I had not. I hadn't either. So you, I saw it at 3 o'clock at night on HBO one late, late night when I couldn't sleep. Mm. And it was one of those where I just, it was too interesting for me to turn off yeah and try to do anything else so i i barely remembered a lot of stuff only because i was three o'clock at night for god's sake yeah. but um when i saw um indiana jones i was like oh i know this movie yeah so yeah the it's funny you say that but because about harrison ford is in it it <laughs> when he when he first starts talking for about i mean maybe not like a full minute but probably longer than it should have. I was mm-hmm. like, is that Dennis Quaid? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. I I didn't think that, but I thought I didn't think it was Harrison Ford. Yeah. Until I saw his face and then I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, when he turns and faces the camera and he has this little smile cuz he has a very distinctive smile. Mm-hmm. I was like, the smirk. Yeah, yeah, exactly, the little smirk. I'm like, "Oh, man. That's actually really good um kind of makeup and and See, it, except I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I thought to myself, I was like, I, it feels like Harrison Ford is trying to act like somebody else. Well, he is. I know, but like, you know, obviously actors act like something else. But it, to me, it felt forced or something in this. It just didn't feel natural to me. Mm. Well, he doesn't for him. The last few movies we've seen Harrison Ford in, he's he's grumpy, gruff, you know, kind of gravelly voiced Harrison Ford. And this this role is kind of different. He has less of the gravel. He's more got more of um there's one scene where I captured where we kind of get angry acting Harrison Ford with some gravelly. But for the most mm-hmm. part it's it's not. He's more like your your nice granddad. I, I think what you're getting at, Sam, is every movie we've seen and, and Sean, every movie we've seen him in, he he kind of plays himself. It feels mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's very natural. This, is, this one, this one, this he is did. a character. Yeah, he he yeah. was trying to emulate, uh, not Ricky Bobby. What was the name of the guy? <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that you said Ricky Bobby. Branch Ricky. Yeah. Yeah, I knew there was a Ricky in there. No, you okay. were close. I mean, that's funny. Yeah, that, yeah that, you're not bad. That's uh, of the of the normal Samisms. That's actually pretty close. <laughs> I don't know about you two, but I really, at some point in the movie, wanted him to say. Get off my field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's several of those, actually. You kind of want him to say, like, I got a bad feeling about this. and Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Yeah. So I felt like this movie 
is uh, watching it again. I think it's an important movie. In the same way, I thought the um, the Free State of Jones was an important movie. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Where I learned a lot from the Free State of Jones in terms of what happened after the Civil War. I need to right? see. I haven't seen that movie. I need to. Oh, have we not? I thought we did that for the podcast. No. Oh, okay. Never we mind. Were, it well. was on the list for a while, and then for whatever reason, it just got pulled. Huh. You got, you got, but anyway, it's it's away. kind of that uh, same idea of right. you know this is American history, it's something important for us to to look at. And I was looking and didn't well, actually I didn't research too much, but um, I want to know if what's going on on screen is fairly accurate to what happened. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. you run into and we've seen this, I and mean, we'll talk about biopics later. But we you see this in some where they. They really kind of Hollywoodize some of the uh, of what's happened, or they they take shortcuts, and um, you know, especially dealing with the uh, oh god, the manager Walsh um, or Walsh was was uh, oh Alan, Alan Tudyk's character, yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes me so flipping uncomfortable. Yeah, during that part, and uh, especially since we all like him, right? Yeah. And yeah. we want him to be a good, good guy, and he was absolutely not in this. Yeah. But I, you know, did did stuff like that really happen? And it, you know, it just people are so stupid. Okay. I just, it's just, you know, and, and it blew my mind how uh, how racist the entire United States was mm-hmm. at well, the time. Yeah, it, it makes me wonder. If the America that we have, and I listen, I know I'm not dumb to the fact that there are plenty of people that are still Mm -hmm. racist and still have those attitudes out there. I mean, for heaven's sakes, the president of the United States is captain of the team. But uh, I I feel like if we, today's world, could take a viewpoint back into this time and and even before, uh, this would be a different world today. You know, if we yeah. can see, because I think a lot of people, when they see stuff like this, their eyes are open to, hey, I mean, we really treated people very badly back in. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy to me. And, you know, I just, it, it made me sick, some of the stuff that was going on to Jackie. Yeah. Now, in terms of a movie, you know, and I, I was thinking about this, how in the world do we review a movie like this? Um, you know, three white guys, um, you know, tr- talking about a, a movie basically about racism. Um, you know, we are obviously not that. You know, we 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 don't believe in in uh, anybody's better than another person, unless it's you know Opie and he's below all of us. Sure. But <laughs> we know that um, we tr- we try to treat everybody fairly. And in my mind, I had to look at the movie in terms of how it was made. And the elements of the movie, because I believe the story is really, really important. Yeah. It's the how it was told that I think I'm going to talk about a little bit more tonight uh, in here. Mainly because I think there was some slow moments in this film. Um, and Opie, you got on to me earlier about talking about, uh, oh God, what was that movie? The Natural. Um, baseball movie. Richard Jones. Uh, the, the Natural. 
the natural, you know, and you always say it's great. And I always say it's slow, you know, and I think, and I know his wife was a very important part of his life and the story. I just felt myself wanting those scenes to hurry up and get on with it. I wanted to see more baseball. I wanted to see more, uh, you know, in action. Um, I got a little bored on, to be honest with the, with the married life. Yeah. Well, you have to, um, I'm going to address that and then I'm going to go back to where we were just a minute ago. Um, this isn't a baseball movie, just like the natural isn't a baseball movie. Just baseball is the vehicle. It's a movie about baseball, about race relations. It's about, um, this, this groundbreaking person. So the movie is about the guy, not baseball. And because, because we know who he is because of baseball, which is why baseball is a, a main theme in the movie. But, you know, we wanted to know about him. So that's why we got a lot of him and his wife and what they had to go through, um, the struggles that they went through. You know, you know, I mean, the fact that they had to whisk him away in the middle of the night because he played a game um, and they, you know, they were afraid, literally they were physically afraid for his life. Mm-hmm. So. What was that in Florida, right? Yeah. That in Sanford, Florida? Yeah, Florida? yeah, exactly. So Florida man strikes again. Um, <laughs> but, but, so back to, you, to your point about, um, you know, looking at the country as a whole. You know, we, the three of us are from the South. We, we grew mm-hmm. up. And well, Sam, you spent you did high school in North Carolina, right? You were you didn't yes. do any of it in Minnesota, yeah. right? What's that? You didn't do. How long were you in Minnesota for? I was like three years old when we moved away. Okay, so yeah. so you did Florida and then North Carolina. So yes, and when I mean this, I mean this sincerely. I grew up in a high school where the war from eighteen sixty 1860 to eighteen sixty four was referred to as the War of Northern Aggression. I was I was taught that. Um, wow! It wasn't it wasn't it was taught as as we were. It's just states' rights, and yeah. the North they invaded us, and generally is the greatest person ever, and all of these things. I was, I was taught that stuff, and it's taken you know years and years of my own research and reading to kind of realize some of that stuff is wrong. Um, so anyway, so. So even even my naivete naivete about about you always kind of think racism stopped at the Mason Dixon line, right? Like no. Once you're in yeah. Maryland, you're good. And it was really kind of um, it, it, even shocking to this movie when they have to go all the way down to Philadelphia, and he's like, "If you bring them, bring him down here, we won't play." And I thought, "My gosh, Philadelphia, like." Yeah. Really, Philadelphia. I, if if they were playing Atlanta, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, they even what was what was the big city? Was it Cincinnati that they they were just? Oh yeah, Cincinnati. In, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just across the river from Kentucky, mm-hmm. and and yeah, I mean when when um, I don't know the actor's name. He's on NCIS New Orleans right now, and he was in our movie that we did um, the. Um, Legion, right with the with the mm-hmm. baby and the zombies and whatever. I believe he was the kid from um, 
sling sling blade. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he he you know he puts his arm around Jackie and they boo him or whatever, and he's like, you know, I I want my family up there to know where I stand on this, which was really a really great moment mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, kind of the come together moment, like the like you see and remember the Titans and and other movies like this. But it's just it kind of it kind of hit me in the face a little bit. It was like, wait a minute, gosh, yeah. These, these these guys are not in the south. These guys mm-hmm. are in the north, and it's still this bad. Almost a hundred years after the Civil War, mm-hmm. like it's still that bad. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, and then to your point, Sam, here's three guys, and we're going to try to talk about racism. Three white guys, I should say, going to talk about racism. We can only talk about it from our viewpoint, obviously. Um, yeah, I go so, to work every day in a county that is bookended on the interstate by gigantic Dixie flags. Uh, nice. Yep. If that tells you anything of, of where I live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've had... I keep thinking, you know, they, they sell those drones with the flamethrowers. <laughs> I would love to get one of those and just because, you know, that it, well, it, it's protected. It's got like barbed wire and i mean literally they they have fort knoxed these flagpoles so that you can't get to them but if you you get to it from the air with a (laughs) flamethrower on a drone and the thing is you know the people are and i know we're getting away from the movie but we're culture there are people that don't understand that that flag symbolizes hate yeah in some people's viewpoint now and it may not symbolize it in their viewpoint necessarily but it offends some people. And yep. if you go to, to Germany, um, you're not going to see a Nazi flag anywhere. Well, it's illegal. It's illegal. It's, yeah. it's exactly right. It's illegal. It's, it, you know, it can be arrested immediately if you're displaying it. Here's, here's yep. a, like, Sam and I play online uh, every night or so. We play a World War II-based video game. And mm-hmm. you are fighting against the Germans, right? Uh, or as the Germans. But... In the game, they were very specific to to fly the German flag. Yeah, it's the red flag with the circle and the cross. It's a German flag. It's not the Nazi flag for that reason, yeah. because they want they want people in Germany to buy the game to play it. I guess I don't know, but um, but they don't want to to put that imagery out. Also. Um, Anyway, I've, I've, I've had many discussions about the Confederate flag and, and how it's inappropriate and whatever, but that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's listening and you disagree with us, that's fine too. But um, that's not the point of this podcast, obviously. So we're yeah. going to kind of get back into the movie. The, the one point of the movie that I thought was really, I don't know, hard-hitting is not the right word. It was probably the most poignant in my impactful? opinion, yeah, yeah, impactful is a good word. Was the scene where they're in Cincinnati and the dad's got his little boy, and oh gosh, yeah, and he and, starts screaming, and well, then the boy starts copying. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the movie's trying to show you that kids that that boy didn't care that that Jackie Robinson was black. He was there to see a baseball game, and he was there with yeah. his dad. You were taught racism, which is what that point was. It was taught to him. And in that moment, yep. when his dad starts screaming that stuff, he wanted to fit in. He wanted to be like dad. 
and all these other people are doing it. Well, if my dad does it, clearly it's right. So I'm going to say these things. As all three of us are fathers, I just can't, I can't imagine doing something like that in front of my kids. Yeah. Right? I just, uh, yeah. But we all know people, especially where we live, we know who do that and would scream like that if they were felt comfortable enough in the in the uh, stands. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So, um, so the movie. So <laughs> um, I think it was a beautiful movie. I thought the cinematography was done well. I thought the, the, the outfits and the, the – I never felt out of the movie in terms of any kind of shots or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my only beef, again, was with the length. I think it could have been shortened just a little bit by focusing a little less on the uh, married life. Yeah. I, you know, movies, as I have often said, that keep my attention – I feel like are, are well done and and I know that's a very simplistic way to think about what's a good movie and what's not a good movie but I, I oftentimes have to watch these because of my job and because of other things I do in life I often have to watch these movies in, in segments or in parts and not all at once and this one I had planned to watch half of it one night and half of it the next night and I sat down and I could not stop watching it Right, I, it just it really sucked me in, and I wanted to know what was coming next. I wanted to know this story because I think it was told so well. I mean, yeah, we we all know Jackie Robinson was the first African American in the modern uh, baseball era. I didn't know exactly how the story played out. You know, I knew he played, and that was it. I didn't realize how he got there. I didn't realize how much help he got from Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, if it wasn't, I mean. Because if, if it wasn't for, for Ricky Bobby's attitude towards the idea, then, then I, this never would have happened. Yeah, yeah. and it, yeah, it, it would have had to have taken someone of power to take what would be considered at the time a risk Yeah, to, to do that. So, yes. And at first I thought maybe, you know, he, and he mentions it himself. He's, he's there because of baseball. And if he can sell more seats and sell more tickets, that's the better, you know, that's even better. But I think by the end of the movie, you, you really see where he was coming from to begin with. You know, he really had the best intention uh, of putting together the best baseball team with whoever he could pick from, no matter who they were. Uh, to to win the pennant, right? Yeah. The director is a guy that we've seen before in our podcast history, Brian Hel- Hegeland. Helgeland. Uh, he directed um, Payback, not Paycheck, but Payback, and he also directed A Knight's Tale, which we we all kind of like The Knight's Tale. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. He did a couple other things that I'd never heard of, something called The Order and something called Legend. But he did, and he did this movie, and then he's doing a couple other movies. He's doing something called Finest Kind, which uh, I don't know what that is, and he's doing something called Button Man, The Killing Game. 
Um, a group of millionaires hire their own hitmen against each other in a secret deadly game based on a graphic novel. Novel. All right. Uh, he's got a bunch of writing credits. Uh, he did such things as uh, he did some Tales of the Crypt stuff and Friday the 13th, the series. And then he was a writer. He was a screenplay writer for LA Confidential, Conspiracy Theory, The Postman, uh, Mystic River, Man on Fire, The Taking of Pelham 123, Robin Hood, um, and some other stuff. So he's got some skills and he can make a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you're right. The, the 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 movie is it's it's beautifully shot. Um, I like the the the, the score is very nice. Um, my wife says, other than the fact that they use the N word a lot, she oh my says gosh. it's this is mm-hmm. basically like a Disney movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But they I thought were, I was watching a Tarantino film for a minute. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I don't know who this, the guy who did the film score was, but he was pretty good. I I appreciated it. Um, Sorry, my dog started drinking water and it startled me for a second. Um, I I just I I I, uh, I like. Um, hmm, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Uh, uh, well, uh, Chadwick Boseman, right? Yeah, he's from Anderson, he, South Carolina, by the way. He um, he really uh, impressed me in this mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, at first I didn't recognize him when I first saw this at three o'clock in the morning, I, I didn't put two and two together, but of course we've seen black Panther and the Marvel universe. And to see him in this character, I was totally, I never lost. I never went to that thought of, Oh, he's black Panther. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was Jackie Robinson in this movie. And I thought he did very, very well yeah, with his part. There were there were times when like when he's running to the to base or whatever I'm like well, of course he's gonna steal because he's the fastest person out there because he's the Black Panther. <laughs> but I I can totally <laughs> he see, took the juice from the plant already right. I can totally see why they cast him as Black Panther because of this movie though. Yeah, I mean this is the movie that kind of made him famous. He was in he was in some other movies, but this was this was kind of his breakout. Uh-huh. And. I, I get it. Like, I really do. Yeah. yeah I, I know that this is not really a, a Chadwick Boseman. Uh, he was on an episode of Castle. I didn't know that. Sorry, go ahead. I know, it's fine. This isn't really an acting thing from him. This is more of, I'm sure, the director and, and how this was written and, and basing it off of Jackie Robinson. But going back to how that he was treated in this time the way that he uh, maintained his character and maintained his respect from the fans and never lashed out really at mm-hmm. at anyone publicly. Um, that, you know, and getting that coaching from the team owner saying, this is how you have to handle this if, if you're wanting to be successful. I think that really did, I mean... And I honestly had not a lot of knowledge about Jackie Robinson, and maybe this is far off. I don't know, but I don't think it is. I, I think they stick close to the to the actual story here. Um, but if that's the case, then you know, I mad props. Yeah, lots absolutely of him as a human being, and then uh, Chadwick Boseman's portrayal 
of, I mean, he's got all these different emotions that he's showing us as an actor. Um, the scene where he, after he's being heckled, goes under the dugout and smashes the bat and just lets out all this anger, I thought, to be an actor and have to do that must be, I mean, you'd think that would be easy, but that mm-hmm. must be difficult to give that wide array of, of emotions. Yeah. No, he was, he was really good in this. I mean, he, he's just, he, he was so good. And did he get um, nominated for this? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Nomin- I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember any, but he was nominated. He nominated at the Alcapulco black festival, black film festival for breakthrough performance of the year. Let's see. Mm. He won. African American Film Critics Association for top ten films. I don't know what that means. Uh, let's see. He was not nominated for an Academy Award. If that's what you're asking. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. The no. big boards. No, mostly some of the smaller awards. Mm-hmm. See, he has been nominated. He's had, let's see, Academy Awards for science fiction, fantasy, and horror film. He was nominated. That's the Saturn Awards. He was nominated for mm-hmm. Black Panther. You know, I, talking about, well, I, I don't know if we have got, even gone there, but the the movie itself, I feel like if they had left out just a few profanities, and I know they had to throw it in there, but this would be a movie that I would, I would want to show my children. And, and when they're old enough, I will show them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel so important. And I feel like, you know, maybe my kids are not baseball fans, but like you said, this movie is not about baseball. Mm-hmm. And yeah. This is one that I really think it, it, it's such a good message overall. Um, and I, I, I would, I don't own this, but you know, I probably this is one I would buy, and and watch yeah. several times. Yeah, I, me- I mentioned before, it, it feels like an important movie. It feels like one of those like, like I believe Schindler's List is an important movie for for you to watch, yeah. to to remember and to understand the human condition. Mm-hmm. I think this is an important movie. Yeah, I mean, I would actually park this. I mean. Remember the Titans is a little bit more feel good, but it's based on a true story. And Herman uh, Boone uh, came to App State while Andrew and I were there and spoke. And I got to see him. I did not get to meet him, but we got to see him speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and him talking about, he talked about what it was like during that time. And um, there are other movies like this that I think are important that we should watch mm-hmm. and um study and, 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 and whatever. So, um, anyway, I do have some clips and maybe that'll spark some more conversation. I captured a lot actually of this movie. Um, and honestly, most of it is Harrison Ford because he had (laughs) the best dialogue in the movie. I thought, um, so he he was the wise old guy that, that had the good one liners. The one other thing that I thought was cool was the, um, the baseball manager that got, um, Suspended for cheating. Um, Christopher <laughs> the, Melioni, the adultery? Yeah, the adultery guy. I, I just think it's so interesting what 
what people choose to think is important and what isn't important. You know, <laughs> it's just at, at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, here we go. This was his first line. This is one of the first ones I got, and it made me smile. Robinson's a Methodist. I'm a Methodist. God's a Methodist. We can't go wrong. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Great stuff. Thank you, Harrison Ford. Um, how about some more Harrison Ford? Here we go. Well, yeah, I realize that attitude is part of your cultural heritage. But you practically nursed race prejudice at your mother's breast, so I'm, I'll let that go. I'll let that go. I'll let that go. Not quite as gravelly <laughs> as, you know, like um, Han Solo in The Force Awakens, but, you know, we're kind of close. Um, yeah, I, you can definitely hear in his voice that that's you know, tempting a, a character actor. Yeah. And I, I, yep. I mean, a character, and I don't feel like he's quite grasping it. You know who I just I'm guessing he probably heard, heard audio of this guy talk. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Probably. I just realized that when we're talking about there are actors that, that don't, they can't do anything other than themselves, right? They don't. Kevin Costner is always Kevin Costner, right? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if he's in Waterworld, which I watched recently. I don't know. In the Hatfields and McCoys, he was pretty, pretty good. Okay, as a backwoods as guy. A, yeah, as a, all right, yeah. Kevin Costner is Kevin Costner unless he's in a western. For, <laughs> for whatever reason, westerns bring out the best in him. He's really yeah. good in Wider. He's really good in Hatfields and McCoys. He's really good in Open Range. Um, I think there's another Walker. one. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken is always Christopher Walken. Yeah, he yeah. kind of is always Christopher Walken, um, unless he's doing a caricature of himself, like he was in the Rundown. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's—I mean—he's basically playing. He's doing an impression of Christopher Walken in that movie. Let's just be honest. Uh, but I, I, mean, I think it. I think you're right. I think Harrison Ford. For the and then again, and I was reading some trivia. This is only the second time Harrison Ford has played a character that uh, you know that was real. Yeah. So. You know, Harrison Ford gets to craft what Indiana Jones walks, talks, sounds like because it's not a real person. Same thing with Han Solo. So he can just be like, well, I'll just be me. I'll just be Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. So who, who was the other person he did? Oh, I'll have to look it up. I don't know. Oh. I, did, I, don't, I don't know if I can see. Did I put that in the trivia? Uh, no. Okay. Well, that's not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's actually not a whole lot of trivia on this movie, which I was actually kind of surprised about. I was sad because I literally, I jumped over there after the movie like, oh, I can't wait to figure out what, what was real, what you know was different, yeah. and there's barely anything there. It's really not. I mean, honestly, it's funny. The, the one piece of trivia I was kind of looking for, they never really got into it, was like um, – Alan Tudyk felt so bad about what he had to do to Jack, to to Chadwick Boseman <laughs> that you know he bought him a steak dinner afterwards or something like that you know like oh, I was I, can't, I I talk about a hard job I just couldn't do that I don't think I could do that and there are there's lots of stories of actors that have to do things like this that it it just made them so upset to do I remember reading in the movie um Oh, it's a Civil War movie where Denzel Washington uh, was Glory. nominated. Glory. The the yes. guy that has to physically whip Denzel 
he said he yeah. like he said he was like insufferably like not insufferable is the wrong word. He was inconsolable at, at how bad he felt at what he had to do. Uh-huh. Uh, the other person that Harrison Ford had to do was based on Nikolai Zetyev from K-19, The Widowmaker. Ah, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then there's like funny yeah. stories like Jennifer Lawrence had to get drunk in order to do the sex scene from Passengers because Chris Pratt's married and she felt bad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I did finally watch that movie, Passengers. Um, I also heard that it was a very, uh, how can I say it? I don't want to say rapey movie, but it's the story that gets weird. The story is weird. It, it's, it's one of those things where a person, someone makes a decision um, on, for someone else without their choice, yeah. and those choices ultimately have dire consequences, but you kind of get why he did it. Yeah. You know, so anyway. Anyway. There's, a, there's actually, the, the end of the movie actually made me laugh. There, I can't get into it. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, still I haven't seen it, new but and, I've heard. Yeah. Stories. It's fine. Uh, what was I playing? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, Roses and sleep are two wonderful things, Bert. But sleep you can get when you're in your casket, and, and flowers look great on top of it. But uh, you don't look like a dead man to me, Bert. <laughs> Okay. This reminded me. This reminded me of a, a good joke. What's What's better than roses on the piano? What? What? Tulips on your organ. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you for that. Sorry. That's okay. That's That's beautiful. That, that's courtesy of Dr. Joby Bell, Appalachian State University. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My favorites were um, uh, who was the uh, oboe professor that told all the stories backstage? He was he was great. Beebe. Uh, oh, Dr. Beebe. Yeah, was cool. he was great. Um, Wait, no, Beebe was bassoon, wasn't he? Yeah, Isn't that what I said. He the, said oboe. Oh, I said well, yeah, bassoon. My bad. Uh, no one double cares. read. I get it. Uh, it's all the same. But, you know, what's the difference between a bassoon and an onion? No one cries when you cut up a bassoon. There you go. <laughs> My dad was a band director. I got a ton of these. Um, I loved every time the announcer guy talked. I wanted, I wanted twice as much as this. He's saying looking in, and he's got that fastball working. What I mean to say is he could toss a lamb chop past a hungry wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I loved all that stuff, you, you know. I, I wonder, I mean, I'm sure there's there's audio somewhere of some of this stuff. And to think that they spoke in such metaphors. <laughs> well, yeah. well, they kind of have to, right? You're describing a baseball game that lasts seven and a half hours. You've got a lot of time. You're you gotta, describing it on the radio. Yeah, and you, yeah, exactly. And you have, you have to, and you're by yourself. Like, a lot of these guys are just by themselves. I mean, they're talking for so long. They just have to come up with stuff to say. Uh, yeah, stuff yeah. like this. Robinson with another big lead off first. He's just as restless as a cat with a hot foot. <laughs> <laughs> this was one of my favorite moments in the movie because, again, Harrison Ford. I, I just now realized I have zero clips of Chadwick Boseman, who's the star of the movie. <laughs> um, but I, th- this part made me kind of... I don't know. Proud is, I don't know if that's the right moment, but I, I, I loved every second of this. You think God likes baseball, Herb? 
Where? What the hell is that supposed to mean? It means someday you're going to meet God, and when he inquires as why you didn't take the field against Robinson in Philadelphia, and you answer that it's because he was a Negro, it may not be a sufficient reply. God, I love that. <laughs> I just love that. Huzzah! God, I love every second of that. Um, here's... Okay, you know, this movie is very serious, so let's have a gay joke uh, inserted into it also. Take a shower with me, Jackie. I, I didn't mean it. <laughs> that came out a little wrong. I was not saying just take a shower with me. I was saying, why don't we all go and take a shower? Like, why, as a team, why don't we shower together? <laughs> Broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I had to get that part. That's good stuff. Yeah, that one did me laugh. Yeah, and with the part when 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 Harrison Ford's got talking about the God likes baseball, that's where it felt like he was just Harrison Ford again. Like you know, what I'm saying like yeah, the the he sounds physically different. You think yeah. God likes baseball? That sounds like Harrison Ford as opposed yep. to Robinson's a Methodist. I'm a Methodist. God's a Methodist. Like that sounds like two different people. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Like I said, I didn't get a whole lot of um, trivia. One of them that I, um, I captured, um, actually, I didn't capture it. I, I meant to, and for some reason, I, somehow I accidentally deleted it. Let me find it real quick. This, this would be, oh, let me find the clip. Um, let me find the clip. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> Uh, this podcast brought to you by Alzheimer's. No, where is it? I had, gosh dang it. <laughs> I can't find it. It doesn't matter. Um, I'll play this one instead. Um, no, where'd it go? The devil. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's Chad. Yeah, it's been a while. God bless your soul. Anyway, it's it's my it's my dumb trivia of the day. A trivia. And oh my gosh, I gotta find it. It's so stupid. It, it really it it frustrated me just to even to even hear it. Um, basically, the 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 bit of it was that. It's uh, a <laughs> branch, which we'll no. fix it in post. post. Yeah, I'll fix it in post. Post nothing. Um, for the scene, no, say Jackie, no. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Here we go. Harrison Ford purposely played Branch Ricky, wearing prosthetics and talked in a different voice, so people wouldn't know that it was him. Yeah. D- mm. What? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Pulled it off. <laughs> like no. It, it literally makes me think that I don't think Harrison Ford obviously wrote that. I think somebody in the makeup department put that or something. It just or some idiot with a podcast decided, hey, <laughs> he sounds like he's got something in his mouth. It sounds like he's trying to act like someone else. It just yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, for the scenes when Ben Chapman taunts, uh, taunts Robinson, Alan Tudyk got into character by watching videos of street fighting before each take. Uh, street fighting? Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Kelly Jackie, the babysitter, 
is Jackie is Branch Rickey's great granddaughter. Up there, there you go. Cool. And then the other one, uh, and then um, Alan Tudyk purposely would not um, fraternize with Jackie Robinson, or not Jackie, but with uh, Chadwick Boseman on set to kind of help uh, maintain the animosity between the two of them. So, wow. I kind of like it when actors do stuff like that. Just for whatever reason. Don't get along. Do you well, think it was that, or do you think it was the fact that, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to call this man the N-word so many times, I do not want to be near him in case he actually snaps on me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in case he decides yeah. to come after me with that bat. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, even though, I mean, I've done some musicals and some plays, but, and I've been asked to say some things, but never that. And I, I don't think I would ever be comfortable. No. Even if it were a black man as the director saying, you have to say this. It's okay to say it. I don't. I, even then, I would say, I don't know. There's yeah. some things you just don't do, and yeah. to me, that is is that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. Top three. We decided to do biopic movies, and yes, it's yeah. biopic, not biopic. So it's biopic yeah. movies. Uh, Andrew. Okay. Coming in at number three. The King's Speech. Ah, The King's Peach. Yes, that's yeah. such a good, 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 great film. Wow, it really is. Um, and again, I think I like biopics. To be honest, I, I do too. I, I like learning about people that I don't know much about yep. through movies. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, we have the Darkest Hour saved on the DVR about the yeah. Churchill man. So, um, Ooh, well, yeah, the... looking forward to watching that. Uh, and, and so this is a great one. Um, and what's his face? I don't know. Uh, the, the main guy in that movie. He, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. No. No. Uh, in The Darkest Hour? Um, no. In uh, The King's Speech. King's oh. Speech. Uh, Ch- not Chadwick Boseman. Um, Harold Davis. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Colin Firth. Yeah. Is uh, from the is in that. Yeah. And Jeffrey Rush and other people. Playing uh, King George. Yes. The, yes. Um, yeah. And, and so uh, number two, uh, The Blind Side. Mm, yeah. Good movie. Strong Side. Yeah. Um, again, some of the same kind of overtones as, as 42 in yeah. some cases. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then number one, and I this is not, I mean, it's a biopic in a sense. But it is not accurate in any Any way. way. (laughs) Oh, Braveheart. Uh, The Greatest Showman. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Number one. Uh, I I love the movie mainly because of the the music. But it's also a a good story, even though it's... My kids love that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you said it's not at all right. I'm like, oh, Braveheart. Oh, okay, no. Yeah. Well, I saw that too, but then I was like, yeah. It's... A good movie. Stayed away from Braveheart. Yeah. All right, Sam. All right. I got a number three, a movie that Opie finally had me watch, and I'm glad I did, called Hacksaw Ridge. Nice. Which is incredible. Oh, you incredible did finally watch it. Did. Great. What's that? I said you did finally watch it. Oh, yeah. Did oh, I? yeah. So, uh, my number two is uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. And my number one is probably 
uh, I'd rank it up there number one um, of any movie, Schindler's List. Sure. Yeah, I saw that on the list of uh, of the movies, and it is uh, it wasn't ranked number one on the list that I saw, but I um, yeah I get why it's there and why it should be there. Um, it's yeah. not in my top three, but that's fine. Uh, well, you haven't seen it yet, I don't think. Yeah, I, yes, I have seen Schindler's List. I don't know why. Oh, you I didn't know. I thought you did. I thought you hadn't seen it. No, we've we've had this conversation. I think like three times now on the podcast, where for some oh. reason it's stuck in your brain that I've not seen it, and I have. Oh. I have not seen it. Yeah, I watched oh. it with my parents um, in high school. Uh, one of the network channels, NBC, ABC, they aired it. Unedited. Unedited. Okay, I was about to say it. I hope I'm edited. Yeah, okay. they, and they did, and and they did. Um, there was no commercial breaks. They did an oh, intermission. Wow. They did a five minute intermission with literally the words posted: "Intermission, parental discretion is advised for this movie," or something I love like it. that. Um, and it, but it that was, is yeah, it was completely unedited, and it the the girl with the red coat wrecked me as a kid. Yes. Um, so. The Social Network is my number three. Oh, interesting. I, as much should as, never have won the uh, yeah, I'm, soundtrack that year. But, uh, yeah, you I'm know, still grumpy about that, as you can tell, all these years later. But the movie is still fantastic. <laughs> I like it. When it's one of the, for whatever reason, that's just a movie that if it's on, I'm watching it. Um, number two is uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, um, wow. Okay. I had, so we get to do the same. Yeah. And my number one is The Imitation Game. Oh, uh, Benedict that, Cumberbatch. That is the Benedict nice. Cumberbatch. That one is a really good one. It is a really yeah. good movie. And it's it also, kind of a, a hidden gem because I saw it and I thought, this is going to be crap. And then I, it was one that I couldn't stop watching. Yeah, and it also makes me sad, um, kind of how it ended. The, yeah, that this hero had that happen to him, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just insane. Um, so, anyway, that's that part. And now we move on to the next section of the show where I... Wait, what's supposed to happen? Where I say out of 10, we, we, uh, we put a, a number uh, from 1 to 42. No, that's not true. We shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> that would be funny if all of our... our, our uh, whatever the first number is, and then it's dot .42. That'd be kind of funny, I guess. Uh, Andrew. Well, I, like I said, really enjoyed this, and I am going to give it a, uh, I'm going to say a 7.6 out of 10. All right. I really thought you were going to do it a 7.42. Uh, it crossed my mind. It really did. I thought, nah. <laughs> All right. Um, I also enjoyed this movie. I think it's an important one. Um, and I'm kind of right there with Andrew where it's, it's a little Disney-fied in terms of the, the few goods, you know, in there, but I, I think it's warranted when uh, the good finally happens to Jackie. I'm, I'm glad to see it happen, but I'm going to give it a 7.84 out of 10. You see what I did there? No, I don't. Double, double 42. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Good job. Because I didn't want to do 7.42. So. Yeah. Well, it's, when you did it, you're like, see what I did there? I thought, no, his number is 42, not 48. Like, did you reverse? Like, I thought you were 84. Reversed. Yeah. Yeah. I got you now. Yeah. Um, right. If I was good at math, I would figure out, <laughs> I would figure out what number I needed to say in order to make the average end in 42. But I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm not good at math. Uh, I like the movie. I thought it's a good movie. Um, 
I thought it was a really good movie. Uh, I thought it was really well acted. Uh, yeah. the, the female lead, the, the, the wife, um, she's from, I knew her from Sleepy Hollow. Um, oh. Yeah, it's, which is a fun show. Or was Sleepy Hollow from this? I'm not... I think this was before Sleepy Hollow. I'm pretty yeah. sure this was before Sleepy Hollow. Um, so. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go right in between. So I'll do like a 7.7. 7. Nice. Yeah. Uh, before we start to close the show here. Yeah. I have to say that the entire time that we've been recording, I've been trying my best not to say this, but I, if I don't say it, I, it's going to drive me nuts. Do I need to get the rooster tail ready? <laughs> no, but every time I watch a baseball movie or every time I, every time I see baseball on TV or I see kids outside playing baseball, I always think, have you seen my baseball? Um, there's something about Mary. Oh, all right. That's okay. When I just have to throw that in there. That's all right. That movie. um, You know, we also learned other products you can use for hair gel. But have you seen my baseball? Is is stuck there. Nice. Uh. Where's that noise? I can't find it. Um, oh, whenever I think of baseball, I think of from the water boy when the coach gets mad and throws. Oh, here it is. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, when he throws the baseball out the window and hits Colonel Sanders in the head. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that noise cracks me up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it never fails to make me laugh. I oh love my it. gosh, it's so great. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh. That's the show. My goodness. Next week, we are not doing an important movie. We are not doing something that must be watched. Well, it must be watched, but for the different reasons that this one was. We are doing Necessary Roughness. <laughs> um, uh, this is kind of ending our little short stint of baseball slash football movies again we wanted to do the whole month but frankly i couldn't find four baseball movies or four football movies i wanted to do so we're just doing one of each as we you know yeah continue for so necessary roughness next week with your scott bacula and sinbad and i think kathy ireland is in it i can't remember it was a model i don't remember which one it was and a bunch of other people that i can't remember right now uh, that's it. So that's that's our show. That's next week is necessary roughness. So look for that. In the meantime, you can go to our website. <laughs> it still works, I think. Uh, it just hasn't been updated. Cheapseatreviews.com. Leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, anywhere you want to. That's fine. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. Follow us on Twitter at cheapseatcast. And send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Now, uh, it's up to you, the listener, to help us find the movies we're going to do for October. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Right now, start thinking about what you want to do. You know, tweet at us, Facebook. We'll start, I'll start putting it on social media to say, hey, which ones do you want us to do to kind of remind you that way? Um, we'd love to get your feedback. Uh, let's get some fun, weird, scary movies up there. 
Um, look, looking looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's going to do it. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>